All things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Three blokes catching up over a can of three. So many things that we cannot wait to see. Do we like cheese and Pinot now that Wetzel chose to go? Or with a sieve and some Frenchman, can the pretzel raise his dough? The defending champ signed Dalla the Dover. Mo Harvey's still the next star, but will he supernova? There are makers and hunters and cooks for the kings, but will it end up in championship rings? Harvey's floating around again. He'll be picking rolling with Big Juke Reef and two blokes named Froling. We love Big Will that thrills and Kai Soto from the fills and Big Zim on the rim with Machado feeding him with a bullet spear force with Sobe and Tyrell. When the law's headed west, only time will tell. So without further ado, we're back for MBL G'day 22. listeners, you're back with Benny and Boydie this week, the basketball blokes dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy. Yes, we are a man down. All um, that, all those sore shoulders from uh, carrying the weight of Banksy's captains has finally got to Banksy. That's He's, it. It's not a COVID out. We'll uh, we'll say that. Uh, it's out, it's an unfortunate out. Very is, unfortunate is, for many late, many reasons. It is. It is. It's a laid out. Banksy's works a bit flat chat. In the month of March, and he's currently doing about a hundred hours a week. Yes, yeah, so so, uh, so give him a night off. Whilst we're sitting here having a beer and uh, putting in the hard yards for the podcast, he'll be working till about eleven o'clock tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, poor um, Banksy, <laughs> poor Banksy. But um, what really sucks about this is this is was going to be our last chance for an in-person podcast, mate. Bordy, you're going off gallivanting for about uh, six weeks, and I believe you're going to try and take in some NBL action along the way. Should you be able to physically drive there? Yes, the yeah. So originally, with the original schedule, it was looking kind of good because I think I would have caught a Sydney game on the way up and um, doing a road trip north up to uh, the Sunshine Coast is what our most most destination we'll spend time at. Um, doing six weeks because I haven't had a holiday for two years, like everybody out there, just about. Except for yourself, who snuck away late last year for a nice little three weeks down south. But, um, yeah, I've got a family up there, so we'll spend a bit of time up there and catch up with a few people and things that people we haven't seen for a couple of years and all those sorts of things. But I think I'll be at the Brizzy game, hopefully, on, I think it's April 9th. Yeah. yeah home I'll game in Brizzy versus Illawarra. You need to find out Nissan for me. Nissan Arena, yes. Nissan Arena, how they've got the table and chairs yes. set up. I need to know I, how to get... Bar. I'm pretty sure it's some sort of bar. Uh, well, I need to find out because I want to be there one day. Yes. So this is the groundwork for the NBL tour that you're doing. Just mm. you know, just, just yes. letting you know that yes. um, this could be something we want to do next year. I'll, a, I'll do a full report, don't worry. Yep. It'll so be a case study. We'll keep, keep the podcast coming out over Skype, but yep. who knows. If anyone wants to catch up with me while you're up there, give us a shout out on uh, our Twitter at bball underscore blokes or DM us or whatever, and uh, I'll try and catch up for a... Uh, sarsaparilla or something along those lines the other reason that it's very sad that banksy isn't here with us is because of the review and um mm. i mean we we're going to go back to back we've had your exploits mm. of taking yes. out the round win from the week before and we've got banksy pre-lockout sitting in second place <sighs> he needed to move one spot body how many spots did he move he moved one Oh my goodness, have we gone back to back? Banksy would have been the third place oh. team, unfortunately, for Duh. the round. Very solid round uh, for Banksy. Um, third in for the week and third overall, which is really random that the winner of the week is the leader overall in the yeah. Hammond household and um, mm-hmm. just shows you how dominant their team's going to be, I think. So those ones at the top, um, 
might be might have gone too far away, so it might be time to look at finals. And we're actually going to talk about that a little bit later on. But we've got a question here from Rubian, top twenty coach in the universe. What to do with Keanu? Now, this man we just spoke about your league win, essentially <laughs> won you the league by starting him. Um, the week, yep, yep. Uh, so. I mean, what's to do with Keanu? I've got Pinder. He's currently sitting on the bench for me, and he'll stay there. Um, I just think that's what you expect from me. Ideally, he is that bench stash, um, and you're comfortable with that, keeping him if that is the case? I think so. I think at the moment, just with their run home, um, and if you haven't got any other, like what other options are you going to do? Um, if they're a bench stashy, like they've got three doubles or four doubles, sorry, to, to roll home. Same with Adelaide. So unless you're going to pick an Adelaide, one of the Adelaide bigs, and probably, you know, you're more likely to maybe play DJ or a Besto if he's fit. You're also uh, going to pay. You can also well. obviously going to pay a little bit more for them as well. So that's the, and and to be honest, Besto's forms worse than Pinders, I would say. Yeah, you know, I'm three game average, so I massive foul trouble. Um, it was ten minutes, five yep. fouls last game, so. Um, but oh yeah, I mean the foul trouble got him in that in that second game for sure. But apart from that, he's been sort of averaging I don't know somewhere between seventeen and twenty four minutes a game. Um, even with Jawai back in the last couple of rounds, he's had some a twenty four minute game and a twenty two minute game. So I'm not too worried about that. Um, Big Zim being out though is probably a little bit of a question mark. Yeah. Um, if you've got Zim there and you've got Jawai, I'm not sure those two guys are going to be on the court a whole lot together. So yep. you'd think there's probably still minutes for Pinder and obviously Majuk Deng's the number one four in that team. But there is some concern, obviously, with the next part of Ruby's question for a lot of people that have um, Law, would you start Law on the single now? We've had a quick look at this and... Uh, yes. Yes, I think you would start Law. What, what's yes. he had against Melbourne United? He's was opponent. it 55 and 81 or something along That's, those lines? That yep. was right. And... Yep. Uh, Pinder plays the same opponents that he did last week for his yeah, grand for his score 38. of 38. <laughs> so um, you would be going more, but I mean, I don't think it's worth burning the trade to get rid of Pinder. All right, let's move on to the NBL Fantasy News. NBL Fantasy News. Okay, I'm going to need your help with this one, Dr. Boyd, because last week you gave us the Michael Fraser injury update. If you could just remind us what the details of that were. That's right. Last week I detailed a case of uh, dud importitis, uh, which was, was to be treated with a rostospotectomy. How'd it go? Uh, it was probably a dud Dr. Boydus. <laughs> seemingly so. It, seemed, it definitely did fail. And uh, the question is then, what can they do now? So... Um, Lots of talk about bending the rules for Perth on Twitter and all sorts of things like that. What? Um, you've told me that there's some footage of John Brown still training with the team, which... In, there was, yeah. Someone put it out today, I think. Which coincides with the talk of Cam Luke uh, suggesting that they should appeal um, to get everyone other than Perth fans very upset. And to be honest, though, I'm going to put this to you, boy. It was Lucky Reid that tweeted that, by the way. So fairly decent yeah. source. Oh, I mean, there was footage. So yeah. um, we've seen enough photos of him uh, walking around Perth over the last mm-hmm. few weeks to know mm-hmm. what he looks like. So yep. uh, he's not going to be able to play finals, I don't suspect. But if he's not, let's say he is gets the clearance to go, not this week, but next week. Is it not worth playing him to have a chance 
just as an injury replacement because yeah. they can. That's what they're yeah. doing anyway. Yeah. Just for the rest of the season yeah, until is. playoffs. Cause, yeah, it is. I mean, could that upset get chemistry, but if it gets in position number one, that's then you've right. got the home ground advantage and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So, yes, I would think it would be worth it. Yeah, so people, I wouldn't jump to the conclusion here that Larry is going to let Perth bend the rules somehow. Um, I would think that it is still worth him hanging around to potentially suit up for a few games, hopefully get that home court advantage for Perth, which we know how important that is. Yep. So, um I think that's about it. There was uh, Udai Baba we discussed last week. Um, he is back and mm-hmm. he is training, training. with. Yep. Um, I'm just going to throw it to you. I don't know if we've got the Agata question later on. So I'm just going to throw it to you now. Mm-hmm. Does that give you any concerns about bringing Caleb Agata into your team, body? I think it has to. I think it's going to be some minutes that will drop off there for Agata if, if he does come in. So Agata's at average about 24 minutes per game for the entirety of the season across the board. Did out of a 74-point fantasy game in 28 minutes the last game, though. Correct. So he is actually far and away the number one SGSF yep. points per minute player. The issue has been the minutes. Minutes, yep. Uh, I did a bit of quick maths. If you take his points per minute, and let's say he's going to drop down to 20 minutes with Yude uh, Baba there. You're looking at 33 fantasy points. Okay. Doesn't sound that great from 20 minutes of play um, if if you're looking at that as a baseline, but there schedule. ain't no other option. Schedule. There really is no other option. Well, the only other option at the moment maybe is Mumford, but he doesn't have the schedule maybe. That's we'll talk right. about that soon. Yep. So um, I, I share some concerns, but it would not necessarily put me off uh, bringing him in. There are some cheaper options. Um uh, Tyler Harvey, which we'll talk about very shortly as well as to why you might not want to do that. Um, let's get straight to that, actually. The Injury Report with Dr. Already after Boyd. a bit of a doozy last round. Let's see if we can pick this up a little bit. Although I'm a little bit behind the eight ball here. We um, had a I few returns. I believe so. Cooks, Withers, Agata, Hodgey. We just talked about Agata. Yep. Uh, very good score from Agata, as you mentioned. So, mm-hmm. um, Cook's minute restrictions. So obviously, that we'll talk about that a bit later as well. Uh, Hodgie back and uh, no John Brown. So if you like Hodgie, he's uh, <laughs> he might uh, keep getting some minutes. Not that he does much with them. So <laughs> um, there are a couple of players there that when we did the initial injury report, they have a chance this week. So like it. Uh, they are Barlow, Barlow round eighteen is, is and is I can't the same. Tyler, yeah, Tyra, I, Tyler I, Harris, Tyrell Harrison. Yeah, I can't talk about Tyrell. <laughs> yeah. um, Tyler Harvey's a fitness test. This is the this is the late news. Um, as a obviously Elwar on the double, um, where people can trade Cotton out. Uh, Harvey was potentially an option under a million dollars now, um, but good thing. Yes. First game of the rounds, Brisbane v Adelaide. Ah, Brisbane, Illawarra versus Brisbane, sorry. Oh, so the one you're going to go see in however many weeks. That's right, a reverse order. But um, So we should know about a couple of those guys. Obviously, we're going to know about Tyrell and Tyler. Beautiful. And, I mean, the ones to monitor, uh, I feel like I've had most of these. So yep. go through the list and tell us what you know. Well, Pete Stone asked us on the Patreon, will McCall be okay to play, Dr. Boyd? Well, the answer is I've got no idea. No one's feel, no one's returning my calls. Basically, uh, we've yeah. t- we spoke about this earlier in the season. We've got Zim, we've got Cheese, we've got McCall, we've got Besto. What's bit, going on? Bit NFI at the moment, and we've got no uh, 
no idea what's going on. Unfortunately, those teams all play on, I think, Kansas, what, Saturday? Um, Not great. And uh, Sam's Saturday as well. They play Cairns, funnily <laughs> enough. Yeah. So you're kind of a little bit stuffed there. Um, Adelaide play on the Friday night. So um, at least the best one, if you've got him. Form-wise, you would almost be looking at trading him out anyway, um, yep. to be honest. I never heard anything about why he didn't play personally. I was yep. just actually doing the game logs and yep. noticed that there was nothing there for, yep. for Big Cam, um, and which is why Hiram Harris did very, very well. Um, Other ones are long-term still at the moment. You've got Sobe round 19 and Rowdy round 20. So, Pete, I will keep asking Dr. Boyd to drop his fee and hopefully the clubs will start to give us a bit more information. And we got a question from Brad who feels a little bit like me. He wants to know um, how many non-COVID injuries the blokes have dealt with so far in their teams this season. And for Banksy, I know that there are two that I can think of. There was a definitely a Magnet issue, but the big one for Banksy, which really, I mean, he took him off the top, was Yarny. It was the Yarny issue. He got Yarny in a week early um, and got nothing from him um, and had to trade him out. And then Yarny returned in that following weekend. I think there was a a ton pretty soon after. So so that was his bad luck. I feel like I've just had a a fair bit of it. So just non-COVID, Zimmerman, McCall, Rowdy... Magnay, Tyrell Harrison as captain's a unique one for me. But, uh, um, yeah, that's that's kind of how I've had it in the no non-COVID sense. And I know you've had a few as well, Boyd. That's it. I actually had two in the one round earlier in the season, which kind of got me that's off to a right. shy start. I had uh, someone Jalen Adams and the Bullfrog Martin. Future planning. And, Unlucky. And um, it did not pan out well for me unfortunately um, yeah because they were both out same round then i had to do a quick trade with both of them i think in the next round so it kind of really put me on that back foot early and that's why i think i had a run there at the start where i didn't pick up a top bloke for probably until round six or seven i think it was just absolutely flying now in the top 50 just mind you the oracle he is back and i'm gonna get him to read out the schedule in place of banksy let's do it Failing to plan is planning to fail. It's time for the Schedulizer. Alrighty, I know why Banksy gets very stressed about this segment each week because, I mean, the schedule's right in front of us right here and it's like it's very hard to start to read it out correctly, isn't it? Well, I've had one go at it and I called all the doubles buys. <laughs> so, uh, I, I have no comments. You'd admit to that. I didn't want to poke you. Six teams on the doubles again this round. We've got Adelaide, Brisbane, Cairns, Illawarra, Melbourne and Tassie. Obviously, with the schedule there, we've talked about it. Cairns and Adelaide have got that run home where they're just on doubles every round. Uh, Brisbane are in the middle of their three double in a row, so mm-hmm. we've got a couple of rounds of doubles to go before uh, finishing off with two singles over Frank the last Hugh two rounds. Much. Yep. Uh, Melbourne, this round is the starting start of their three doubles in a row. So you're probably going to have a fair few people loading up your JLAs. That's why we're getting questions about a garter. I'm presuming any other options there is probably worth a look at. New Zealand lose their double this week, only down to a single, but they've got the all-important triple next week. So you could have people sitting Mm. with some New Zealand platers. Maybe you wouldn't want to trade them out because you might be able to just park them on the bench for a week and then bring them in for that all-important triple next week. In saying that, there is another one, two, three, four, five, six teams on the double next week, so it's probably not as important 
as maybe if there was less teams on the double. Um, certainly, certainly, we probably wouldn't be leaving it any chumps if you've got any there just to bring them in next week if they're not worth starting even on the triple. Yep. Um, yeah, the other one, yeah, Tassie and Illawarra, they kind of got funny schedules to finish off the year, so it's kind of, there's no doubles in a row, there's yeah. not much going on, so I don't think you'd be bringing too many starters in there. Oh, look, it, actually, the schedule raises a lot of good questions, I think, like about your Perth boys coming off, what you can hold, do you go early on your Sydney boys now? It's um, yeah, going to be interesting. I can't wait to talk about that shortly. But we are getting close to finals, Boydie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm league not finals. Be, yep. I, league finals. I'm not going to be partaking in any of them, but mm-hmm. um, I just had a look through our Patreon league number one, and we've got eight teams in the top 100 in that league only. So no shame in missing out. Um, should be nine teams if I was doing any good this year, but... Uh, Jimbo sent us a question on the Discord chat. Thank you for being a Patreon supporter, mate. Uh, and thank you to all our Patreon supporters uh, throughout the year who've... Uh, I mean, it's been a long season, but we'll keep going. So, they're all doing it better than me. <laughs> he's wondering who to finish on field. So, he's got more. The question is, Reith and Franks to Cooks and JLA or to Cooks and Jarrell Martin? Now, the kicker in this... Jarrell Martin move is that he might be able to get Usman Yang to Sunday Deck, who has been going very well. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think about that? So, Cooks, we love... J- so, it's essentially JLA versus J-Mart and a little upgrade on the side. Look, J-Mart's going to come into that three d- doubles in a row, but JLA's got the three doubles in a row now. Yep. Um, Burden Hand is worth two in the bush, is that what they say? Uh, they do. Um, uh-huh. So yeah, I do Jack. like the little upgrade of Deng to Desh there, but I don't think we've seen the last of Deng. He's got the triple next mm-hmm. week. Yeah, he's only had, what, 31 and 21 in his last two games, but I think they're still going to try and pump him up because New Zealand are clearly out of the finals. So I still think he's going to get those minutes. He's probably going to have a few good games. I'm presuming those two guys... Are, that, sorry, I'm presuming mm-hmm. those two guys would be bench spots. That's right. I'd be keeping Usman especially with the triple next week mm-hmm. uh, and going JLA in the starting lineup this week because you got the doubles this if, week. If it's just for the last two rounds, though. So let's... I think that that might be the way you... <sighs> oh, yeah, okay. I'm getting what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. Um, does that change it? Doubles. So you want to get through... The thing is, it'll be one very simple trade yep. between hopefully Jimbo gets through to the grand final and he can do a little... JLA to J-Mart at the end of it. But I guess for the first week of the finals, would you prefer to have uh, JLA or J-Mart and a Dieng over, uh, an extra Desh. game from Desh? Desh. Can J-Mart get that close to JLA? I would think he could. Yeah, I think he could as well. And the dual position gives you some manoeuvrability yep. if there, something comes a cropper yep. along the way. Yep. As well, I mean, if you're going purely for those league yep. games, those league finals, then actually maybe thinking about it, you might go the JLA option. Say that again. Maybe. Uh, sorry, the uh, JMart option. JMart option. Yeah, just to stop any confusion. Sorry, been back <laughs> in the office three days this week. I'm struggling in struggle town. <laughs> yeah, option two, I reckon, Jimbo. Um, just that, given that Dieng's on singles right through on Sunday. It's playing pretty, pretty good. All right, moving along to the dream team. Let's hit it. 11 Hall of Famers. I don't think you can ever do that again at no point in time. 
If only it could all be the way you might have dreamed it up yourself. Welcome back to the Dream Team. Uh, we had an okay week. We had uh, some issues there with Peyton Seaver getting a bit of foul trouble and Bryce Cotton not making the team. Can you believe that on a double at shooting guard in a position that is uh, is very weak? But we ended up with Machado, Munford Creek, Franks, Law and Wetzel. That made us six. Uh, we had the injuries to Zimmerman, Chi and McCall. So there was only really the two that we missed out uh, last week. Looking forward to this week, round 18. Uh, we're nearly there. And at the end of the season and point guards we've got Mitch McCarron who might be sitting there for the rest of the year then we've got Machado we've got shooting guards McCall well who knows whether or not he's uh available maybe we'll get some data out of uh out of cans from that one and we've got a garter and then don't forget small forwards Antonius Cleveland playing amazing basketball at the moment Lamar Patterson on the bench uh, power forwards, talk about people balling out. we got Robert Franks uh, as our uh, power forward with DJ on the bench. Can you imagine DJ made the team last week on a single? Couldn't believe it. Uh, in terms of the centres, we got Reith, who again is another one playing some good basketball. Zimmerman on the bench, we don't know whether he's going to play. Uh, and then we've got JLA as the sixth man. Hopefully you've got a few in this week. Good luck, boys. The greatest team ever assembled in the history of team sports. All right, so um, very different looking dream team to last week, mm. but uh, um, once again, I think it's a good indication of where to go. And Antonius Cleveland being in there, mate, I think uh, is the reason that Banksy has moved sort of back in, dropped out the double fingers rankings and. His Cleveland and Reith, that Illawarra Hawks combo, has been really, really good. And I must admit that um, I think Cleveland's probably going to be an all-NBL first-teamer now. Oh, uh, I did see a tweet about yeah, that. Yeah, so that was running through my mind earlier. But, um, yeah, keep your Hawks for one more week, and uh, hopefully they serve you well. Let's go to the rest of the questions. Need an adjudication on who to trade in this week? How about a ruling on who to sit or start? Let's see who submitted their case for judgment in the fantasy full court. All right, first one this week from Toff. Is a garter a pickup for SG1 looking at trading Cotton out? Well, Garner's got the doubles over the next two rounds. I think the next three rounds. I think trading Cotton out, I mentioned that do we hold our Perth boys? I don't think I'll be holding Cotton. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would be the one to go. So yep, I, I agree with that one. And, and it's it, it's honestly, the, my, I'm a bit poor. So um, I went Tyler Harvey instead yep. of Agata. Yep. Um, if I had the money, I, I would prefer. Who, what's his name again, Boydy? Galbagada. Thank you. And I mean, otherwise, I'm going down to Sunday. Yep. Um, and that's a big drop off, isn't it? But I think. Yeah. I mean, the risk we talked about earlier in the pods with Bubba coming back and how many minutes he's playing there, um, it's a real, 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 real kind of questionable question mark, isn't it? But remember, you've still got you got Bryce that's averaging about 43, which means a guard only has to average because he's got doubles over the next couple of rounds when Perth don't. He only needs to be averaging, what, 22. And I think he's going to easily hit that. So I think if you're just comparing those two guys on their own, then I would be thinking that it's worth doing that trade. Now, the next question is, 
do we have to get in contact with FanHub to get them to add Uday to the system? And yes, we do. Yes, we do. Okay. <laughs> you wouldn't do that, though. For a million bucks, you'd go Sunday or someone with uh, a track record for sure. Yeah, so I can't remember what uh, Uday's price was at the end of the last season or whatever as well, obviously. Bit of yep. secret herbs and spices now with the new system back in the day we talked about <sighs> at length. But anyway. Now, bucks after that great game winner. Unbelievable Huge. game winner. Uh, Anthony Drimmick. We're still looking at those SG options mm-hmm. for Cotton. Drimdog. I never quite got down that far with my team past Sunday, but um, nice little saving there mm-hmm. for Drimmick. Um, obviously, overtime impacted game for his 33 last week, but yep. had been in good form prior to that. Correct. Had had a 41 and a 43 in the two games prior to. So he's averaging around about the 40 mark at the moment over three. Um, and about 29 over his last five with Sobey out of the team. Now, we think Sobey's out for at least this round. That's right. Um, I think the Dream's possibly a cheap option, to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I um, don't mind it at all. And, I mean, they got the double. They are um, playing... Who they got? they got Illawarra, which is a bit tough, of a question mark. Tough, tougher one. Then they got Adelaide, which, again, Sunday's defending him. Hmm. Oh, no, Sunday will probably go to LP, maybe. It's a real tough one. Um, the Brisbane Brisbane are really... I'm not, I'm not sure what's going on at the moment. Um, Look, if you're just looking to start him for the next two weeks, you've got a chance. Now, if by some chance that we hear that Nathan Sobey is back a week earlier than expected, yep. could you do that, Boydie, at 1.15? Or would you just... Try and your very best to get a guard. No, I don't think they're going to be. Are they going to be pushing Sobes? I can't imagine. The only it. thing is that Sobes, it's a it's a contract year, so he's at, he's a free agent at the end of this season. So he himself might want to play minutes to try and bump up a bit more value. But oh, look, I don't know. It's a bit risky. In, yeah, on the same hand, he doesn't want to come back under done, does he? So. Correct. And it was the and it was an injury that he had early in the year, hadn't he? And he'd sort of redone it a little bit. So um, yeah, a bit of a question mark there. The other ones are obviously Kadee. Um, has did have a 55 in one game in the last round, but then he had an 11 against the JJs in that second game. He was in a bit of form, had a 69 a couple three rounds ago as well. So without Sobes there, he's kind of been a bit of a go-to guy as well with LP not actually doing a whole lot. Last round, not um, too bad from LP. So but yeah. he's the other one you kind of want to maybe have a look at if you're going down the Brisbane path with there's still two doubles remaining over the next couple of weeks. In yes, saying definitely. that, LP's averaging just under 30 over his yep. last three, so it's not nothing to sneeze at, but certainly a bit more. Uh, there's a bit more value for Drimic, um in there and possibly Kadee at a bit of a cheaper price. Yep. Essentially, they're all good options for Cotton, probably going to... and you. What I like about maybe a garter as well is you. I'm assuming he's going up in price again. And yep. we're all going to want Cotton back for the last two. Now, yep. Cotton might drop 150k over the next two rounds, given his lowest score for the season was his last game. Yep. Potentially, potentially, you could be a garter. Look, you might go. You might you might make 100k with a garter sure. over that yep. time. Or any one of these guys, Sunday, who's playing well. Someone getting. Focus on trying to get someone who's going to go up in price to make it easier to get Cotton on the way back. And the other thing that you need to factor in, we've given plenty of good SG options, I think, um, that are honestly all viable because you can throw a blanket over a lot of them. The big factor is what can you do with your second trade with a lot of these. So also factor that in for sure. 
Like it a lot. What, uh, what do we do with Mr. White? His spectra ring is gone missing. Uh, is he trying to rhyme there? A bit of rhyme there? Mm. No? I, Look. Maybe. I don't know. But uh, I think that I can claim that one as one of my own curses. My uh, <laughs> end of season MVP, <laughs> Mr. Jack White. <laughs> what to do with him? You couldn't possibly trade him out here this round, could you? He's on. The, they just started so. their good schedule, so you just in putrid form though. Yeah, averaging it's, fifteen it, over the last three, tw- twenty six over five. So yeah, it's just really dropped off over the last three games. Really, yeah. Um, rebound numbers are well down, like well down, halved. Yeah. Um, and points. They, he, I mean, he, the only points same, he gets are from offensive rebounds. Yeah, that's it. So they yeah. just. Um, Never run anything for him, obviously, so... And look at his opponents, although look at his opponents this week. You've got Illawarra, so they've got, obviously, the Twin Towers there. Yeah. Um, pretty solid rebounding team. And then they play Perth, who, who do that team rebound sort of game as well. So, might be a tough one. I'm yeah. not sure you could bring him in. I'm not sure yes, okay. if I had him. Oh, could you dump him? No. Three doubles in you, a row. If you see him on the bench. Yes, that's yeah. what you want to do. Yep. You want to sit him on the bench, teach him a lesson for this week, and hopefully <laughs> he can be uh, started uh, next week. Don't so, mind that. Don't mind it. Next question, another top 10 coach in the universe. Matty, um, so many double-double threats in the league and so many teams on doubles on the schedule. Can you justify holding Vic Law through his next two singles? So he says, same question applies for Bryce. So we're not holding Bryce, I don't think. Um, you're not. You're going to be losing the cash, and we've got some more viable options now. Vic is potentially a, a different issue yep. because you kind of must finish with him. There's no two ways about it. You really want him in your team to finish the season. Um, I cannot justify holding Vic through the last two singles. If you've got Keanu Pinder, you'll be starting Vic Law this week on his single. But, uh, um, I mean, if oh, you're a top 10 coach... I think you can justify holding it because you've probably got a very stacked uh, team value. Yep. Um, I'm thinking about holding him and I'm not a top 10 coach. I'm a top 40 coach. So, yeah, yeah. Um, like what are some know. some other good options on the double to start ahead of him this week? Daniel Johnson, he's 1.3. Um, you would start him ahead of Vic Law this week. Let's just try find a few other options that aren't that expensive. Is there any... Um, Jeez, mm, there's not much else is no. out there. Is there Sam Froling? You'd almost start Vic Law on the single. So to be honest, I think that that's part of the reason, part of the answer. There's no one really putting their hand up to start yeah. to start ahead of him. So, um, Dang Dang, Keanu Pinder, all these guys are just bench dashes behind. White, obviously, yeah. we've talked about. Um, it's Franks. If you obviously Franks is the ideal. Yeah, Franks uh, is the only one probably you're popping up. Yeah, that's it. So that's who. The dream team this week, you had um, Franks and Daniel Johnson. Yep. And there's really not too many others that you put ahead of Law on uh, on the single even. So, yeah, keep him as long as you can. Don't mind it. Uh, sorry, I've lost my spot here. Do we hold tough, the pretzel? Tough again. Do yep. we hold the pretzel for a single trade? I think you have to. I think it, you'd be, the two guys from New Zealand I'd be holding, pretzel and Siva. Yep. And you know what? I've got a benchy stash in Basson. I'm keeping him as well, just cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just cause. Why not? Um, um, you know, he's coming jinx. off thirty. What do you have? Sixty over the round or whatever he had. So, um, not terrible, oh, especially yarny. if you start him on that triple. You uh, for a nice, che- I mean, a fairly 
cheapy bench option. Yeah, but yeah, you have to keep Yanni, I would have thought. Yanni was so fun this round. It could have been just yep. astronomical. So he had the 83, <laughs> yep. which well, should have been an 85, but for Drimmick's uh, yep. buzzer beater cost yep. costed him at the end of it. But um, then he played Cairns who he last had 101 against mm-hmm. before this game. So, um, plays Cairns again uh, on the single this week. So, look, that uh, looks very enticing. I would suggest if you've got both Law and Pretzel, I'd probably be, if you had to get rid of, if you have to choose to hold one of them, I would be holding Wetzel for that triple next round. That could be, it Agreed. could be a 300, 300er, really. It could be. So... 50-50-50, not just 300, yeah, not a 600 or a 300 no, with the captain. Be, could yeah. be a 600-er. A 600-er. Could oh, be God. a 500-er, let's say, if you use that captain. Yeah. So I think you've got to, um, you got to, you got to work it good. Yeah, look, to have that captain, we saw how it worked with Vic Law for those owners that had him yep. with the record-breaking round that he had. Yep. Yanni is capable of that, so Correct. definitely holding him. And uh, you could get 50 points on the bench this week, given... Uh, what he's done against Cairns in the past. So, uh, thoughts on Makua Maker. So, can he continue to get minutes and scores like he did against Perth? He has looked good, and it was great to see a bunch of NBL talent performing for Mike Smiths out here, the high-profile scout. I know there's going to be scouts and everyone watches it, but to have him here and yep. raving about the league across uh, ESPN was fantastic for the NBL. Um Good to see him show out. Really impressed personally with how he's gone, but there is a certain man that will be yep. returning, uh, who returned, as we mentioned, Dr. Boyd's injury report, but was limited in his minutes, Yep, um, being Xavier Cook. And he, of course, will go back to that full quota at some I point. I so. Would, he'd go back to his 30 minutes, odd, you'd think. But you've definitely got a good eye, because... Points per minute, which is one of the advanced stats we give to our Patreon supporters uh, that pay the, the big bucks. <laughs> um, he is up there. Who's he surrounded by? So he's 1.49, which is next to Vic Law and above Yanni Wetzel. So that's the kind of fantasy game we're talking about. It's just those minutes that unfortunately will decline. And he's not that cheap either, right, Boyd? He's No. No, he's, he's, he's cheaper than his next star price that he yeah, started, 70, right? 730k or something. Uh, okay, yep. There you go. So, I think that he will not quite big, produce what he has done. Big question marks. But, I mean, other options around that price at the moment? Yeah, it's a good thing. Let's let's have a look at that. With the triples coming... I'm oh, sorry, with the three doubles coming home. Um, Is he better than Kai Soto as a centre bench dash? I'd say no. Soto's still cheaper. Yep, so I think that that's the option I'd go for you. So they're still dash. averaging 23 over his last three and 21 over five. He's got doubles every round, so you're thinking that's tw- you're getting 20 points, let's say. Um, and Maker's only got, does have the run home of um, doubles as well, but it, a bit of a risk factor there. Soto's definitely getting minutes. Risk factor with um, Maker we talked about already is that yep. the, the two guys are going to be demanding minutes in J-Mart in Cooks before him, I would say. He's clearly the third there. Yep. Um, Keep your eye out on Tyrell Harrison at around about that price as well. Bordy slated him to come back. But I'd be going Soto over the, both of those options. What's Nature Wire done at even cheaper as that final bench sitting there and... Let well, him he's, rest. his uh, minutes have been ramping up. Um, Twenty nine and up, sixteen, up to, up to fourteen and points. sixteen. Yeah, so he had he's had some 
big minutes. So if we found out... Bigger, sorry, bigger games in minutes-wise. If we found out that Zim uh, was out for the rest Oof. of the year, he would be potentially... Yeah, Jawai's a potential, yeah, for sure. Yep. Watch that space because we just don't know. For sure. And one more question to finish it off from Bucks. This may sound stupid, but looking at recent form, I'd like to throw... Know your thoughts on start sit Drimmick versus Cotton, assuming Shoby isn't back. Now we obviously had a question about this kind of earlier, so apologies. We're um yeah Benny and I have been a uh, frazzle getting this one together this earlier today and this afternoon this evening. So um oh look, do we kind it, of already answer that? It's a little bit of a different, a little bit tinge. We did come up with the we said oh, Drimmick has to average. No, was it Drimmick we we're talking about? Or Garda? We we're saying a Garda only has to get twenty two, didn't we? Yeah, because that's what. Cotton's averaging. That's right. So the issue with so Drew's got to get twenty-two. Yeah. Um. So you'd be pretty confident with that, I guess, at but the moment, recent yeah. form-wise. Yeah. But the big risk factor there's Sobi coming back. Does it impact, or does LP just pull one out out of nowhere? I know he's averaging just under thirty, but does he go back to? Is there any chance he goes back to being LP of old? Well, I mean, if Drimmick has one of those forty-point games, you've got probably got Cotton done covered. It. Yep. So correct. Um. Yeah, it's not crazy. Uh, good trade option. Um, I think that's I looking like about it. it. I think that's all wrapped up for this uh, version without Banksy, unfortunately, as the last one. Um, I'll still be on the pods uh, going via the wireless uh, over the next few weeks. Um, but at always, uh, always, you can find us at bball underscore blokes on Twitter. We are Basketball Blokes on Facebook and number one source of NBL fantasy information, www.basketballblokes.com. Be good to yourself and each other. And just to finish off, special little outro for this week. This is, we were going to have the last ever, last for the season, guess the game logs in what was going to be the greatest podcast ever created. We were going to get picked up by the ringer. We were going to be oh, set yeah, for life. Definitely. But picked just. Up by the ringer, what? Oh, yeah, excuse me. That's a podcast network. Oh, okay. Um, just to. Ringlive the memories of Banksy sucking. Thank you, Banksy. <laughs> Ciao for now. now Who's fellas, the carryover champ, by the way? Uh, right, last right, week man. we had Bordy with 14 points to nil, having got Donald Sloan for four points and Glenn Rice Jr. for 10 points straight off the bat. I think that it certainly goes to the loser. <laughs> so uh, let's be honest, Banksy, it's going to be you. Bordy has got it correct for 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the clues were very vague. Reese vague, 10 points to Boydy. Oh, I don't follow those links mostly. <laughs> I have no idea. That's fine. Okay, Boydy's this week's winner. Let's keep going. Can Banksy get some pride back? I swear this segment's just to take the piss out of me. Boydy has it correct. Now, I, I, I'm curious to know if Banksy will get it after this question. I played for Perth. I was an import... And my last name is White. <laughs> Terrico. Yay, he's got it. <laughs> I was I was thinking Perth and I was thinking and then, yeah, just couldn't get it.